All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Oilers Nation After Dark begins now. Let's go! The Oilers end the 2023 calendar year with a big fat dub. A drubbing of the Anaheim Ducks on New Year's Eve. And the Edmonton Oilers have won five games in a row. Welcome into Oilers Nation After Dark. I am your host, Tyler Remchuk. We are live on the Oilers Nation YouTube also live on the Instagram, the Twitter, the Facebook. Anna is in with the first comment. Fog Daddy leading this team tonight. We will never forget where we were for the Warren Fogel game. Uh, there were plenty of positive contributors to that victory for the Edmonton Oilers. And don't look now, but the Oilers are red hot rolling in to 2024. Welcome into the show. Hope you're having a fantastic New Year's Eve wherever and however you are choosing to celebrate. And considering you're an Oilers fan watching this show, you're going to be in pretty good spirits as the calendar flips to 2024. Thanks so much for tuning in. We're going to be breaking this whole thing down. And I'm not doing it alone because I got my boy Bag Milk joining me on the show today. BM. First off, welcome in. Second off, we're the richest men alive. Oilers to win every period, baby. Let's go. Listen, when you see Oilers to win every period at plus 725 against the Anaheim Ducks, you got to hit it. You got to hit it. Just a little. Come on. And it's our boy, Brett Kulak does the job for us in third. It was getting, it was close there for a little bit. Yeah, I was getting nervous about it in the end because like, Okay, like the wind's wrapped up, puck lines in, you already got that one done. And then all of a sudden, you're just, you're fishing for the juicy one. You're fishing for, you're chasing the dragon a little bit. And then Vitrano scores and you go, oh, okay, okay, lots of time left. Hyman ties it, but then we're running low, running low. Brett Kulak, first goal since the Heritage Classic comes through. Saves and if the you were on the bet, 
Uh, it feels good to have that one cash. Betway, I'm sorry for what my account balance is looking like right now, but I needed this one. Uh, also, if you were tailing us on Boardsy's bankroll and you had Connor McDavid two plus points in an Oilers win, that Zach Hyman goal was not insignificant either as Connor McDavid got on the board. BM, if you happen to be one of the people who was walking around with Warren Fogel five plus points as a ticket, you're also, you're probably retiring early if uh, you had the foresight to bet that one. Anyways, we will break down everything that went down at the Honda Center as the Oilers scoop up a big old victory. 7-2 the final as they continue their dominance of the Anaheim Ducks. They were seven and one in their last eight games coming into this one. And on average, we're beating the Ducks 5.3 to 2.4. Like Ooh. this has been, it's not a rivalry because the Ducks are junk right now, but still BM, they just go full throttle against this Anaheim team every chance they get. Good. Like I love to see it because I still remember the Anaheim Ducks that when the Oilers used to roll through California went the opposite way. Ryan Kessler was there. He was always annoying. Kevin Bieksa was there. He was always annoying. And now it's nice to kind of pay it back a little bit. I know none of these kids had anything to do with those teams, but it matters to me. And so to see the Oilers put up two big wins against the Ducks this season, you love to see it. You love to see it. You do. Uh, we got the full usual after dark show, but let's catch up on what you're all saying over in the chat. Wise Kyle, five points for Fogue Daddy. Anna is in. The second line is on fire. Levi, I like this one. Mick Dryhu, it's Mick Fogue's season, baby. And yeah, Warren Fogel leading the way for the Oilers with five points. Dreisaitl with three. On that note, Brett, let's not waste any more time. Let's get into the good, the bad, and the oily for this hockey game. And it is all brought to you by Greta, your go-to pre and post game spot. Even tonight, New Year's Eve, you know they're having a big party down at Greta Mario Kart. That football game I love, they got you covered. Good food, good drink, good times guaranteed at Greta. And there were good times tonight. So we start with the good bagged milk, and it is contract year Warren Fogel. The jokes, <laughs> I mean, they're writing themselves. Maynard is in no more Warren Fogel trade talk. I saw someone else earlier in the chat said, oh boy, Warren Fogel is about to start getting expensive. Contract year Fogel, we talked about it a lot in the summer bag milk. We do 100 podcasts a week together. You kind of got the feeling that eventually this guy was going to have a good season as an oiler, and it's happening in his contract year. I'm just looking at his box score tonight. Two goals, the three assists, plus four. I know we don't care about that one, but plus four, two pims, a hit, and six shots on goal. That is a lot to get done in 15 minutes and 13 seconds. It's not like he played big, huge minutes tonight. 15-13 is it's fine, but you got a lot done in that amount of time. Contract your Fogel. He's on fire right now. Like in my joke that has been over the last little bit, he'd be a 30 goal scorer if he had more than three fingers on each hand. But like tonight he was on like he was everywhere. He was buzzing tonight. You love to see it from Warren Fogel. Yeah. And the fancy numbers back it up as well with that trio on the ice, McLeod, Dreisaitl and Fogel, the Oilers absolutely dominated the Anaheim Ducks. They played nine minutes and 39 seconds together at 5v5, out shooting the Ducks 14 to 6, outscoring them 4 to 1 in that span. And if, if we want to flip this into a bigger conversation about Warren Fogel, like, would you love there to be a little bit more consistency? Absolutely. Like, he's having a good year now, seven goals on the season. But he still does have that weird 16 game gap where he didn't score a goal. He's a guy who comes and goes a little bit. And, and someone made the point here, and I don't want to rain on Warren Fogel's parade or anything like that, but 
it, it does get easy to move them. And 2.75 million is a significant amount of cap space. Like I love the heater. I said, I was all here to see Warren Fogel's contract year and to see him finally have this run as an oiler. But if he's the cost of doing business with whatever upgrade you want to make at the deadline, you don't let a five point game against the Anaheim Ducks stop you from making that decision, you know? Yeah, I mean, ultimately, you're in his contract here as well. That's what contract your focus fun to follow and we'll fun to see him games like this. But somebody made the joke in the chat that he's going to get expensive. And it's because of nights like this where it inflates the old points total a little bit. So the others are going to have some interesting decisions to make. And I'm not saying Fogel's going anywhere. He's staying here forever. But it's going to be interesting to see how they navigate their cap situation over the next couple of years. Because another guy who got another point tonight, Evan Bouchard, his 3.9 is looking like a steal right now. But in a what year and a half from now, that one is going to be another one, interesting one to follow. So the Oilers are just going to have cap considerations across the board, and it's going to be fun to watch. Warren Fogle stands out in a very big way as a as the, as the biggest positive from that hockey game. But there were a bunch of other ones. A guy bag milk who does not get a lot of love around oil country and hasn't been getting a lot of love over the last 18 months is Darnell nurse. And again, it's the ducks. Like I feel like I'm just going to say it once for everyone. I know it was just the ducks, but that doesn't mean we can't pull positives from this thing. Darnell nurse picks up two apples, finishes plus four, five hits, two shots, team high 2407 in time on ice. The people who are still talking shit about this guy, Get your head out of the gutter. Darnell Nurse is having a, a t- the type of season that you expect from a top pairing D-man. It's going to be one of those ones with him, no matter what he does. Because he, I agree, he's playing great. Playing great hockey. Our joke that you and I always do is give him a raise. And it's because it's fun to kind of see the reaction about just what his contract looks like. But on the ice... Those assists he got tonight were fantastic. Those are two primary assists, two really nice passes. And you got to give the guy some love because regardless of what the contract situation says, he's playing some very, very big minutes for the Oilers. He's doing it alongside Cody Cece, who we heard Jack on the broadcast say hasn't scored a goal in 112 games. Like he's doing a lot of heavy lifting back there and he deserves the credit for it. Uh, Jacob is in people are lighting off fireworks pretty early. Um, yeah, if I sound distracted, it is because like somewhere <laughs> close to my house right now, they're setting off fireworks. And before the show, Brett and I were sitting here and I was like, what the hell's that noise? Like it's eight 45. There's no way it's fireworks. Went upstairs already fireworks being set off. Do you have any making noise around UBM? No, thankfully not yet, but I'm at, I mean, it's 845, so I'm guessing the ones are coming in my neighborhood very soon, very, very shortly. I get fireworks 12 months a year, so it's only a matter of time before the New Year's Eve fireworks go off. Uh, New Year's Eve vibes, and the vibes are tremendous as the Oilers beat the Ducks by a score of 7-2. to two. We're into the good, the bad, and the oily from the victory over the Anaheim Ducks. It's brought to you by Greta. Uh, we'll get the bad out of the way, and I'll be honest, this is one of those games where you sit down to do your prep for the post-game show, and, okay, I need something bad. What's something bad? So I had Ryan Strom getting the better of Matthias Ekholm in that little... Yeah. <laughs> Listen, he's a big man. I still love him. And he got the takedown, but he kind of got pumped by Ryan Strom in that fight. Ryan Strom was really chucking him too. Like when the replay came about, I was going, oh man, he just tagged the Vikings six or seven times in a row and Ekholm didn't really know what was coming at him. So I agree with you. That is a great pick to pull out of there because I hadn't even considered that. I was wondering where you were going to go with this one. But uh, yeah, Ryan Strom kind of starting the lawnmower and Matthias Ekholm was not something I had on my bingo card for New Year's Eve. I can tell you that much. So when they took those coincidentals, I was sitting there and they were laughing in the penalty box and I was like, oh, like, 
maybe it's not like that deep. Like maybe it was just a little mix up and now they're having a nice little chuckle in the box. Uh, no, that was not a friendly chuckle at all. Um, yeah. Adam says Ekholm's beard absorbs punches. I like that one. It was not a friendly chuckle they were having in the penalty box period goes by. They're dropping the mitts. Ryan Strom, he's a, a sneaky, chippy player. Like he had that kneeing thing a couple of weeks ago that I thought probably could have gotten him suspended. And then here, I mean, kudos to Ryan Strom. Far from the Ryan Strom we saw with the Edmonton Oilers, just his willingness to even do that, I think, is impressive from his end. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, hang on. Sorry. Somebody, Ryan Spooner's delivering me food right now, Tyler. I'll be right back. The trade, the trade is one for one. <laughs> Good. You like my joke there? You see what I did? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, that, that highlight board in the KHL is, uh, that was nasty, but. It was. That, that's an all-timer. We'll be telling our grandchildren about that one day with uh, home for Spooner. Fuck me. Um, Christopher Palmer is in and says, Zegris spearing was a bitch move. Uh, Trevor Zegris is, you know, I like swag. I like guys that play with that kind of flair, but he's kind of getting on my nerves a little bit. One, he's not that good. And two, he's like also a guy who's sneaky dirty, but at least Ryan Strom will back it up. Trevor Zegers just floats away. Maynard says it. Rat. Trevor Zegers might be on my rat list. He might be. Yeah, like he's got all the skill in the world. You see him do the Michigans. You see all that stuff and that's fun to watch, but he's one of those guys that he's going to get out of you, under your skin. He's going to do it on purpose and then he's going to run away. That's kind of what he is and it's kind of what he always will be. So he's frustrating because there's a lot to like there, but there's also to get a lot to be annoyed by as well. Uh, all right. We're not going to spend any more time on the bad because there just simply weren't that many negatives from this hockey game from the get go. The Oilers were all over the Anaheim Ducks. So let's get to the oily. I called it the goal that put this thing to bed and really put it out of reach. Not that there was ever much doubt, but when Leon Dreisaitl fires home a goal from Basically, the goal line to put the Oilers up 3-1 early in the second period. When again, it was a one-goal game. You're sitting there going, ah, you know, the Oilers like to fall asleep in the second period sometimes. You never really know what's going to happen. And then bang, 17th of the year, Leon Dreisaitl from a spot that really only Leon Dreisaitl can score. Um, I like Dre here. The Dreisaitl, I'm back goal. And that's really what it felt like. He hasn't been playing great hockey as of late. But that goal from that spot, it's oily. Yeah. Uh, when I saw the replay, the replay was funny because he was out of frame on the first replay that they showed. He was such a bad angle that it's always amazing that he can get goals to go in from there. But when he starts scoring from that angle, you know, he's back. He's got, what is it now? Four or five goals in his last six games. He's starting to heat up on the goal scoring a little bit. And I could think of nothing better for the Oilers down these last 50 games, 49 games, whatever it is now to have Leon Dreisaitl scoring goals at a clip that we know he can because early Earlier in the season. And it's weird to say that he's struggling a little bit, given that he's got on a pace for 95, 96 plus points. But to have him scoring goals like that again, that's huge for this team. Yeah, uh, he ends the night with four shots on goal as well. And you mentioned five goals in his last six games. He also had six shots yesterday against LA. So six last night against LA, four tonight against the Anaheim Ducks. And in the four games prior to that, he had 10 shots as well. So the nice thing is that he is starting to fire pucks on net again, which has always been my thing with Leon. It's like, I don't think there's a 50 goal scorer in the NHL who shoots the puck less than Leon. He's always looking past first. And I get it. You want to set up your teammates, but that is a guy, if he wanted to be selfless, he would be a 65 goal guy. His shot is so good. He just always seems hesitant to want to use it. 
Yeah. It's the same. Yes. Yes. He is obviously one of the best passers in the league. And when you can do things that he can, you're looking for your options. But I agree. I'd love to see him shoot more because there's times when he snaps pucks on net, be it forehand or backhand. We saw a beauty backhand goal from him a couple games ago. The guy's got a great shot and I'd love him to use it more. But on a lesser level, Tyler, it's the same thing you could say about Ryan McLeod in a way. The guy doesn't shoot very much. And now that he does, he's on a heater of all heaters right now. So there's a lot of guys I think that, you know, can probably score some more goals if they shoot a little bit more. Leon's definitely one of them. And if he can score goals again, like he did tonight from an impossible angle, he's starting to feel good about his game and you love to see it. All right. Well, let's keep talking about uh, some of the other positives. You mentioned Ryan McLeod. I mean, before the game against LA, he had scored on four consecutive shots on goal. He didn't score against LA, didn't get a shot against LA, comes back tonight against Anaheim, scores on his first shot. So there is a stretch where Ryan McLeod scored on five consecutive shots on goal. You were the kind of the first one on one of our pods to really hammer this point, and I'm starting to love it. He's a winger. We need to stop pretending Ryan McLeod's a center. He is way more productive and way more impactful when he is a winger. Yeah, I mean, look what he's doing with Leon right now. He's got all kinds of wheels, all the wheels in the world. Take away a little bit of the responsibility off his plate defensively. He can just rush up and down, north, south, down the wing. You'll love to see it because he goes and gets pucks. He gives it to Leon. He was finding Fogel. He was creating. He has been creating since he got moved over to the wing. There's a lot to like about a guy with wheels like that playing left wing when he's got speed like that. I mean, it creates a hole at 3C, obviously, but he's been productive alongside Leon. That line was great tonight. All three of them were great. So keep it together as long as you can because the first line with, you know, knowing what they can do with Nuge, McDavid, Hyman, they're rolling. If you can get a second line who is almost as or just as lethal, that is a very nice thing to have going into 2024. Absolutely. And it feels like just yesterday I was sitting on Owen every day with the map out joking. Ryan McLeod skated all the way to Monday or hasn't scored a goal. What do you do? You look now over the course of an 82 game season, he's on pace to have 17 goals on the year. Like he's now sneaky. A heater will do that. And I get it. There'll be a downturn at some point here. But if he can just find some sort of balance, 17 goals this year from Ryan McLeod would be a massive win. Man, I, I predicted 18 to 20 goals from him on ONR before on Oilers Nation Radio before the season started. And early on over the first 20 plus odd games, you go, he's never going to get there. He didn't even have one at that point. And then all of a sudden that empty netter he scored to get himself on the board, get the monkey off his back. It just kind of got him rolling and in the right direction. And I'm not. And once he got a little bit of confidence, he looks like a different player. And it wasn't like he was playing bad hockey anyway. His defensive game was actually pretty solid, but he just couldn't get anything to go at the other end of the ice. And now he's finding a way to contribute on almost a nightly basis or in tonight with another multi-point game. The guy is, he's had more multi-point games here in this little stretch than he probably ever has. And that's, he's playing really good hockey right now. And you love to see it from Ryan McLeod because we need players like him to be productive. Let's keep moving along. That is the good, the bad, and the oily. It is brought to one you by Greg. How about when Vinny Deharnay? How about one more oily for you? When Vinny Deharnay was leaving the penalty box and he was looking for the breakaway pass? Oh, yeah. I, Amazing. I, I want to live in the reality where he got that breakaway. What yeah, move is he doing? I was hoping for the Gaetan Ha slap shot from the slot. That's what I was looking for from Vinny, but it didn't quite get there. I think probably Fowler would have caught him anyway, but man, I was laughing out loud. It was like, was that Vinny fishing for a breakaway? Paul Coffey, man, you'll love to see what he's got. These guys going. 
Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Yeah, I mean, he's got Vinny DeHarnay on the cusp of getting B-ways. It's unbelievable. Um, all right, that is the good, the bad, and the oily. Let's get to our hot and cold performers. It is delivered by DoorDash. Ding dong. Uh, for a limited time, our Canadian listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $25 or more. What do you need to do? Download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code up at right on top of bag milk on the screen. Promo code NATION at 25. You're sitting in a New Year's party tonight. Maybe you're, you need, you need a refill. Maybe you need to get some food. Everyone's getting hungry. Use DoorDash. Use the promo code. Um, hot and cold performers. So we've already rattled through a few. We gave Darnell Nurse some love. You gave Vinny a little bit of love. That second line was humming as well. So let me go a little off the board here for my hot performer bag milk. I thought our guy Calvin Pickard was really solid. A 933 save percentage for him on the game. He made a couple of pretty nice saves when that game was still two to one. So I, I'm going to give Calvin Pickard like a, a bit of a stick tap here. He hasn't been lights out, but once you include this game BM, his save percentage is above 900 on the year and he's doing everything you've asked of him. I, listen, he was going to be my pick too. Calvin Pickard was solid tonight. 28 saves on 30 shots, 933. Like you said, that is what more can you ask for your backup on the second night of a back-to-back. Remember, of course, the Oilers played a very intense game last night in Los Angeles at Crypto.com Arena against the Kings. Big win in the shootout. Derek Ryan, the hero. So then they're a little bit gassed. You come in against the Ducks and you need some saves. It wasn't like Anaheim threw 15 shots on net. Pickard was busy. He had to be busy and he had to be steady. And when you're the backup goalie that doesn't play all that often... You know, he's he's doing what you ask of him. And Tyler, well, I was thinking about it today for my uh, for three key things for tomorrow day at OilersNation.com. How hilarious is it that that was Calvin Pickard's sixth appearance of the season? If you had told me that before the season started, that Calvin Pickard would have six appearances before New Year's Eve or before, I guess, New Year's Day, I never would have believed you in a million years or thought something has gone terribly wrong. 
Yeah, I, I, my first thing would have been like, oh, damn, someone got really hurt. Like Campbell or Skinner must have went down and we need to rely on Pickard, uh, especially after the preseason jackhat. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll give Calvin Pickard our hot performer. I know Zach was in the chat. He was itching for it. So I came through for you. Christopher Palmer says, oh, Rod can stay down and light the A on fire. I mean, yeah, if, if Pickard keeps playing like he did tonight for his next couple of appearances, I... The, the Rodrigue talk isn't going to go away fully at any point if he keeps playing well down there. But if Pickard plays well for the Oilers, there's no reason to rush Rodrigue to the NHL. Like, I mean, can you, Levi maybe getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, calling him Tim Thomas 2.0. Uh, but he's good. That's the point we're making. And it'll quiet down the Rodrigue stuff for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, let Rodrigue be the big dog down there. He's getting a bunch of starts. He's playing really well. Let, let him be just for a minute, especially if Calvin Pickard, like you said, Tyler, he's going to give you performances like that. That is a quality start from your backup. That's all you could ever ask. And 933, come on. Again, I understand it's the Ducks we're talking about, but still, he had to go in there and make some big saves and he did it. Uh, the other guy I want to add in here for a hot performer is how can you not give some love to Zach Hyman? 21 goals already. He's on pace for a 50 goal season, just seems to get better with the Oilers as the, as the years go along. And I just love watching the guy play. He's got an engine that never stops. He's always hustling on every shift. And this year, especially he's finally getting back all of those goals that got canceled or called off against him last season. So you love to see the start of the season. Zach Hyman's having as well. Goals in two of the three games coming out of the break. And like you said, yeah, he's on pace for a north or for a season that'll put him north of 50 goals. Uh, BM, the NHL all-star game is just over a month away. And when you look at the Oilers, McDavid's a lock. He always goes. Hyman, if he's going to be a potential 50 goal guy this season, he's probably got to go. But then Evan Bouchard is one of the highest scoring D-men in the league. He's probably got to go as well. And then there's obviously Leon Dreisaitl, who's going to be a 9,500 point player once again. Like, I'm really curious if the Oilers will potentially have four all-stars out in Toronto. There's options. It's it's weird to say how many options they have. I'd also love the idea of Zach Hyman being named to the All-Star game in Toronto as an Oiler. I mean, I'm cheering for that now that you bring it up. How could I not be? He's on pace for 50. Come on. Who had Zach Hyman on pace for 50? Send him to the All-Star game, people. Write in vote. Write in vote. Uh, a big, big night for the Oilers. Zach Hyman finds the back of the net in the third period. Um, and there you go. Uh, it's all oh, cold performers. Oh my God. I almost forgot. Okay. We need to find something negative. So I'll, I'll do this one. I don't want to. We're trying to be fun tonight. Connor Brown ends the calendar year without a goal. That's no matter how you want to spin it. That's, that's not great. <laughs> Listen, I, I was, I actually thought. Connor Brown played reasonably well today. I thought it was arguably one of his better performances as an Oiler. Now, admittedly, the bar is a little bit low and having no goals through 30 some odd games isn't ideal. But yeah, what are you going to say, Tyler? I mean, like we can pile on the guy or we can laugh that he has more points than Jonathan Huberto through December. Like there's 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 positives if you want to find them. And that's how I'm choosing to end the year is on a high note. I refuse to make fun of Connor Brown for the rest of the year. That is my pledge to him. I like that. Yeah. The rest of the year. That's a excellent uh, little dad joke there as well. BM, but I listen back to back games where he's been effective. And I know some of you guys in the chat were saying like enough, like draw the line enough of this. He's just looked good thing. He's got to produce. And I, I am with you 100%, but on a night where they won and on a night where they keep their winning streak going and have now won five straight hockey games, a handful of those coming against really good clubs. We're not going to just drill down on anyone all that bad. And 
Connor Brown. Yeah. The storyline is the bad that again, we're going to roll into 2024 and this guy does not have a goal yet. But we said on the pregame show, he was second on the team in individual shot attempts yesterday. Only Connor McDavid had more. And again, you look at tonight. This is a guy who only played 637 at five on five. And he found a way to put two shots on goal, had three shot attempts. All of them came from high danger areas. Like, I I don't know. He's the cap hit stinks. I know the bonus next year is going to suck a lot when we're, when this team's trying to figure out their summer plans and trying to upgrade. But for now, he he has a role on the team and he's at least pushing things in the right direction. I know it's hilarious. I love watching you do I, I just really do. When you're when you're going on, like we've made a rule now. We've got three, two hours and fifty-nine minutes where we're no longer going to make fun of Connor Brown. And you're trying to pump his tires just a little bit here. And you're trying to you're trying to make a home for him here on the show. And I love watching you do it. I don't get tired of it. I, I like seeing you rattle off numbers that they're all correct and they're all factual. But to me, I know what you're doing. And I just I like to watch it i thought you had a good night and it sucks man what do you want me to say i'm not gonna say anything else i mean it is what it is you know there is our hot and cold performers delivered by doordash i saw gino is in the chat it's the last ding dong of the year yes (laughs) our canadian listeners can get 25 percent off no delivery fees on their first order of 25 dollars or more when you are 15 dollars more and use the promo code nation 25 ding dong as you roll into 2024, maybe your New Year's resolution is to try more local eats. DoorDash can help you do that. Our promo code can help you save a little bit of coin in the process. A big win for the Oilers. They're 7-3 and three in their last 10. They've won five in a row. And BM, the victory tonight shot them ahead of the Minnesota Wild, the Seattle Kraken, and the St. Louis Blues. Three teams now behind them in the standings, and they are only sitting one spot out of a playoff position in the Western Conference. Even if you sort by points percentage, they are one spot out of a playoff position. Uh, they are behind Nashville, who is four points up. But the Oilers have three games in hand. I mean, listen, back in the end of November, we were an eight-game heater away from all of our problems being solved. They came through. If they can rattle off three more here, and when you look at their schedule, you start to see how that's kind of possible. It's very easy. I wasn't totally on board when they rattled off the eight in a row in November, December. I was like, listen, they're just winning games the same way they did last year. They weren't showing me anything new. But I will say this five-game heater, beating the Kings the way they did, beating the Rangers the way they did, I'm starting to believe that this team's found a different gear than they had earlier on in the month. And I hope they keep it going. I think that's the most important thing as well here is that you look at the schedule, their first game back from this road trip, they've got Philly on Tuesday and then nothing again till Saturday against Ottawa. But then it's Chicago, Detroit, Montreal. There are winnable games in there. There's a lot of winnable games in there provided that they play the way that they can. So they can't just look past anybody either. I think that's important. They need to keep it going because we were one point out of a wild card spot not that long ago. And then the three-game losing streak happened, and they kind of fell back a little bit. Unfortunately for Oilers fans and for all of us, the Pacific Division is, you know, the top three teams are pretty good right now. Pretty, pretty good. So they're going to they're gonna have to win some games in a row, and they can't lose a bunch of games in a row. There's a lot to get done here over the last 49, 50 games here. When you look at the Oilers' schedule coming up in January, team, so it's one, two, three, six, eight, Eight games in January on the schedule for the Oilers. Of those opponents, Nashville, Philly, and Toronto are the only ones currently in a playoff spot. Ottawa, Chicago, Chicago, Columbus. Four lottery teams, 
three playoff teams. The schedule is working in their favor right now. And hey, by the time they play Nashville at the end of the month, Nashville might not even be a playoff team either. And I had a piece go up if people want to check it out on Oilers Nation the other day about how much better the Oilers traditionally get with Connor McDavid in January and then in February. Then they usually hit another gear in March. So the idea that this heater is uh, isn't just getting started like this thing could roll for quite some time, especially when you consider the quality of uh, of their opponents in the next little bit here. Ah, so there you go. It's uh, there's a chance now that you've cleared L.A. Like I think in eight games, six and two could be like the baseline for my expectation here, which I know is it's a lofty goal, but I believe it. Well, I mean, look at the schedule. If they play the way they have, then they can for sure. There's nobody on here that makes me go, oh, not even in the, even the willies, Tyler, nobody, not one person that gives me a little ooh in the willies. So I think that there's wins to be had here, but you can't be sloppy. You can't look ahead of anybody because at the NHL level, you know, there's a certain element of any given Sunday in there where a team can beat you. Like the the Ducks, I was writing the GDB today for WeathersNation.com. And the thing that I found surprising about the Ducks is they were three and seven in their last 10 going into the game, but their wins were over New Jersey, and New Jersey, Detroit, and Vegas. So it wasn't like they were beating slouch teams in there either. So I guess the point is, yeah, there's a lot of winnable games there, but they also got to keep their keep their details tiled, uh, dialed in. Totally. But again, that what I've liked over this little three-game stretch is like against San Jose, they didn't give them a chance. Against Anaheim tonight, they didn't give them a chance. And yeah. then against LA, you got your ass kicked in the first period, but then the Oilers showed, hey, we can dial it right back up. We can sort ourselves out and have a really dominant final 40. So um, really, really good stuff from the Oilers over this little stretch here. Uh, let's quickly, for those of you who are maybe just tuning in, maybe didn't get a chance to catch the entire game. Let me give you your scoring summary. It's brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross and their fantastic travel insurance. Visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more information. Maybe, maybe you want to come take your travels on a nation vacation. It's coming up in February. We're going to the desert. Hockey. Oh, it's going to be good. Your flights, your hotel, it's all included. Your tickets to watch Edmonton and Arizona at the Mullet Arena, all happening on the Nation Vacation. Head to nationgear.ca to check it out. And of course, it's all presented by Alberta Blue Cross. Ryan McLeod got the Oilers scoring started on a goal with the assist going to Warren Fogle. Max Jones tied it up for the Ducks, but then it was Evander Kane. Leon Dreisaitl, Warren Fogle. Warren Fogle again with his seventh of the year. Had the Oilers up 5-1 and they coasted into a third period. Frank Vetrano scored. Bag Milk and I were sweating. We didn't think the Oilers could win all three periods. And then bang, Zach Hyman. And then bang, Stony Plains own Brett Kulak with his second of the year. Oilers win all three periods. And the Oilers walk out of it with a 7-2 victory. Uh, BM, as, as we take a peek at our Betway accounts here, as we move towards the end of the show, did you hit on anything else? Yeah, I got a little frisky today, to be honest. Uh, it was the last game of 2023. I had a little bit of money in there. I got a little bit of Christmas festivities still living in me. So yeah, I went a little bit heavy. So we talked about Oilers to win every period. That was juicy, plus 725. So I hit that. I had over 61 and a half total shots on goal. Cleared that by a ways. Uh, the other one that I liked very, very much was Oilers to score two goals or over one and a half goals in the first period. And that was plus 175. So that was a really nice bet that I kind of slid in there and it all ultimately hit for me. So I had a really good night. What'd you get? 
Yeah, I had the Oilers on the puck line plus Connor McDavid, two plus points. I had the Oilers 36 plus shots on goal, which was great. The Oilers to win every period, which was great. So I'm rolling into 2024 pretty nicely over on Betway, of course, 19 plus, and make sure you're always playing responsibly. But as we take up What's usually Boardsy's bankroll. We're calling it Tyler's bankroll for today. I gave my three bets at the start of the game that I liked. Went two for three, plus 137 on the Edmonton win and 97 to grab two points. Oilers hit the shot prop, although it was looking dicey in the first period. Oh, if McDavid could have scored on that shorthanded B-way, that would have been the icing on the cake for a New Year's Eve sweep. I had another another one that I played today that was a little bit fun. So all season long on Oilers game days, I've been doing a $2 parlay. I pick a money line from every game on the NHL slate. So, you know, today there was a there was a heavy slate today. So, but I made it through the first half of the day all with wins, Tyler. So I looked at the cash out and I thought, listen, two turning into 50 is a pretty solid cash out when I'm not really sure about the last six games. So let me tell you, I took that cash out, Tyler, and I would have lost two of my remaining six games. That is a excellent in and out money line parlay strategy from old bag milk on New Year's Eve. Very good. That's a, it's always nice when you take the cash out and then the parlay gets cooked and you're like, whew, dodged a bullet there. It, it feels like a, it feels like an extra special win, you know? It was. It was a special uh, win. And I, uh, I love that little win for myself going into the new year. I, I love everyone dropping in their bets. It's always fun to sit and discuss these two. Robert showed us his big hit as well. A 7-2 win for the Oilers. Five-game heater for the boys as they roll into the new year. If you want to know what's coming up around Oilers Nation over the next couple of days, first off... <laughs> sorry, Tyson's in. He doesn't like when I call it a B-way. Like a B-way. It's the same amount of syllable. <laughs> Tyson, this is a hip urban show. I'm trying to show you new lingo. Come on. B-way. Uh-huh. B-way? No, no one else is on the board with that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, Ravina doesn't like it either. Okay, I'll stop. Oh my God, you guys are all over me. Robert doesn't like B-way? Okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. Jacob thinks you're hip. I think that's what's most important right now. <laughs> exactly. Let me have this. I do so much. You guys can let me have B-way. All right. Before we wrap up, here's what's coming up around the nation. BM, every morning after games, you got your three big things that go up at the site. Yeah, three big things for tomorrow. So what I'm looking at for tomorrow morning, just to give you a little teaser, is I want to talk about Ryan McLeod. Our guy has been scoring goals when we really, really needed some secondary scoring. That's been huge. Leon Dreisaitl, he's starting to get there with his goal scoring too. And then how can I not talk about contract year Fogel? Five points, first time in his career he's done it. That is a big, big night for McLovin. And one that it's fun to see a player like that get points like that, if that makes sense. I mean, this was a game where the Oilers won 7-2 and Connor McDavid had one assist. It's fantastic. Little secondary scoring. I know Leon Drysaddle's all over the all over the score sheet as well, but lots to like. So we'll be discussing that. Three key things tomorrow morning at OilersNation.com. You can also find Better Late Than Never Bag Milk's podcast. New episodes drop in every single Wednesday. You can also find us doing real life, doing Oilers Nation radio every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. We'll be back on Tuesday with a fresh edition of Oilers Nation radio. I'll be back with Oilers Nation every day on Tuesday as well. So we're hitting the ground running with the content in 2024. And hopefully the Oilers can keep this heater going while we do it. BM, I hope you have a happy New Year's Eve. Thanks for hopping on the show with me tonight. Happy New Year, pal. Enjoy your evening. I'm raising my rum and coke to you, sir. 
Yes, and of the fact that we are rich, rich men after hitting the uh, Oilers to win every period. To everyone who tuned into the show tonight, I hope you have a fantastic New Year's Eve. Whatever you do, wherever you go, make sure you do it responsibly. Get home safely and enjoy New Year's Eve. Shout out to Brett Holden, who did a hell of a job producing pre and post game today. Everyone who tuned in loved it. The Oilers came through a 7-2 victory to send us into 2024. Happy New Year. We'll see you on Tuesday. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.